Hey, Mike here with the Zulu Fox Photo Podcast. I asked a really interesting question the other day while I was out, and it was somebody asking me, how do you shoot more film? Like, it's somebody, she, a photographer friend of mine who primarily works digital, um, wants to shoot more film. And was, Anyways, they know that I shoot a lot of film, so they were asking me how I shoot more film. And I've told them, basic, the basics is that you just have to shoot more film. Like, anywhere you can work film into a workflow is great like anywhere you would normally use your digital camera or your smartphone or whatever whatever camera you have on you replace it with a with a film camera and you just have to understand a couple of the limitations and i've gone over some of these limitations before about how film kind of limits you mostly on your iso you just lose the flexibility of being able to change your iso on the fly like you can with a digital camera and so you just kind of have to be prepared so if you know you're going to go walking around during the day and it's full-on sun, and life's great and beautiful, like bring a 100-speed film or a 200-speed film, you know, something really low speed, you know, like this Fuji Superior here is super cheap uh, at like Walmart or wherever, and you can get like three rolls for like 15 bucks. 200-speed, it's great if it's full sun outside. Uh, it slows you down enough or, slow, you know, makes it so you can slow your shutter down enough, open your aperture up wide enough that you can, you know, get usable exposures. But again, full on sun. If you're taking that camera that you have loaded with 200 speed out and you're going to go do night photography, you're going to have a really hard time. Not saying it can't be done, but it just requires a lot more, a lot more effort because you're going to need tripods and all that stuff. So the next thing you might want to do is also be prepared is get something that's a little more versatile. So like a 400 speed. And so something like, you know, Portra 400, is pretty much a go-to this is like everybody's like first shot at a professional film this portrait 400 it's super wide latitude so it's got a lot pretty wide exposure latitude you can underexpose it by a couple of stops and it doesn't seem to bother it too much so that gives you a lot more versatility you can shoot in the afternoon into the evening you know as it starts getting a little bit darker the 400 speed will still kind of work for you so and the uh, last thing you can try there are 3200 speed films you usually get it in a or I'd say like there's 800 speed films in color uh, that work, you know, a little bit darker, but you're still going to be wanting a tripod probably. You're not going to get a lot of handheld stuff unless you've got an aperture you can open wide open, like get a 1.8 or something like that. And then you could also push your film. Like I push this. It's a 400 speed Ilford HP5 400, and I push that to about 1600, where that doesn't necessarily make it more sensitive to light, but it does give me a little more exposure latitude. I'm basically underexposing the film. So my darks get really dark. It makes it really contrast, but I can pull some of that highlight information out. It doesn't make the film more sensitive to light. It's still a 400 speed film, but shooting at 1600 gives me a little more versatility. I also, you can get a 3200 speed film. I know in black and white you can get 3200 speed. Um, Portra comes in an 800 if you want on the color side. Um, if you don't want to go all the way with Portra, as far as uh, color film, since this does tend to be a little more expensive per roll, it's about seven or eight bucks a roll, depending on where you get it. Portrait 400 is a little more per shot if you're wanting to experiment with some color. Uh, Kodak Gold 400 is a great one. Color Plus 200 is another big fa favorite of mine. Pro Image 100, um, if you're going to be shooting full on daytime. Um, for the lower light stuff, there's not a lot of 800 speed film on the lower end. 400 is about what you're going to get for color. So the like I said, the the Ultramax 400 is it's a great film. Um, it's great for shooting in the afternoon. It's got a nice kind of goldeny tint to it. It kind of accentuates the golden hour kind of color. 
and you can shoot with it when it's kind of overcast. You're going to be kind of slow shutter speeds um, if it's cloudy out, unless you can get your aperture wide open. But like everything else with photography, like if you're you know how the triangle works. And so you you have to understand where your limitations are. And so film is no different than digital in that way. In that the to make up right to make the proper exposure, you have to hit all the marks. You have to have good shutter speed. You have to have the right you have to have the right shutter speed, the right aperture, and the right ISO. But where film is your limiting factor is that ISO. Like your ISO is your anchor, and you have to adjust your aperture and shutter based on that. So. Really going out and shooting film is no different than going out and shoot digital. So just grab a film camera. I would say if you're just starting out in film, keep some 400 speed film loaded in it, color or black and white, your choice. And just anywhere you would normally pull out your digital camera, your SLR, your mirrorless, your smartphone, take a film shot and, you know, see what you come up with. And if you use those Ultra Maxes and the Superiors and Superior and stuff like that, your cost per shot's not that high. You have to remember, too, with film, like you didn't spend all the money on your camera. You're spending money on film versus digital where you spend all the money on the camera. You're not spending any money on film for the development. You'll know when you get the shot. You'll get more comfortable with it. Film's not scary. Film is not unforgiving. Slide film's a little unforgiving, but you're probably not shooting that yet. And so just get out and shoot film. It's cheap. Like Superior is like $3 a roll. And then, you know, you pay 6 bucks to get it develop somewhere or develop it yourself, which is not that hard. All I can say is you want to shoot more film is you just got to get out and shoot more film. It's not scary. Don't be afraid of it. It's just shoot film. People have been shooting film for a hundred, you know, for about a hundred years. Every wedding up till about 2001 was shot on film. Every graduation, every senior portrait shot, every birthday, everything was shot on film up until about 15, 20 years ago. When everybody started making the switch to digital and the digital became more and more accepted. More than likely, there is more stuff documented on film than there is documented on digital. So just know that film has been trusted for a really long time. So if you want to trust your shot to it, trust your shot to it. You'll know you've got the shot. If you click your shutter on your digital camera and you're like, ooh, I know I nailed it. And you can look at it and see it and you're like, oh, I nailed it. Film, you just have to wait a little bit longer, but you'll know that you've got it. So, and sometimes you're disappointed because maybe it comes back and you were a little off focus or whatever, but shoot a newer film camera that's got autofocus. I've said that on a couple other podcasts. You know, if you're a Canon shooter, get you a, you want to get into film real super cheap, get you a Rebel 2000, which is, you can pick them up on eBay for like 10 bucks. You can put your um, EOS lenses on it. So if you've got a digital, you know, full frame digital or even the crop center digitals that, you know, as long as it's not an EFS lens, basically is what I'm trying to say. As long as you don't have an EFS lens, you can put it on a Canon Rebel run a roll of film through it, see what you think about it. You have full autofocus, you have full control, everything you'd ever want. You don't have to go get one of those old vintage cameras that are going to scare you. Same thing on the Nikon side. I've got I've got like an N90S and an N80 sitting back here running, you know, Nikon autofocus glass, you know, 1.8D, you know, 50 mil 1.8Ds. So if you're worried about that and you're worried about more about making the shot and less about the camera, there's plenty of options. I think I spent 50 bucks total between those two cameras. I spent more on the lenses than I did on the camera. So deals are out there if you're looking. You don't have to get some ancient vintage all-manual K1000 that's going to be kind of scary because you got to focus and spin your shutter dial and everything else. So make it easy. If you want to go shoot film, just make it easy. Get a little point and shoot. Point and shoots are great now. Everybody's buying them. They're kind of overpriced at the moment. but Or get a, um, what do you call them, the disposable cameras. You can still get disposable cameras. Go out and blast around with one of those. I wouldn't shoot somebody's wedding with it, but... 
you know, if you want to just get comfortable shooting film, that's a great way to do it. It's cheap. You know, it's six, seven bucks for a camera. It might be more than that. I, don't know, I haven't bought one in a long time. I shot a lot back in the day. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you're looking at development, you know, 15 bucks. If you don't get it done locally, I can get it done locally if I don't feel like doing it myself. So that's, that's a benefit I have. If you live in a bigger city, you can probably find somebody that's still developing film. And then there's like darkroom lab and stuff like that. You can get your results back in a couple of days. It's not a big deal. Or you can let your film cans soak for a while. Not literally soak, but, you know, like I've got a roll of ectochrome in here that's been sitting here for six or seven months because I haven't sent it off to get it developed yet. And that's the one I can't do at home. So I'm kind of actually forgotten what's on that roll. So I'm kind of interested to see what I get back. So anyways, film, it's not scary. It's not hard. I've said it, uh, I've said, if I've said it a hundred times, I've said it 50 times. I've said it once. Film is not difficult. It's not scary. So just take it to heart and don't be afraid of it. Just get out and shoot it. If you want to shoot film, find a way to shoot film. And there's plenty of cheap, old, not even that old, uh, SLR bodies that are, you know, have all the same automatic controls that you are used to on a DSLR. And that's a, like I've said before, is a great entryway into film or get a point and shoot. So you lose, you give up some of the control, but you get a bit of easy use and you can just go out and blast through some film and get comfortable with how film works. So shoot more film and that's the way to shoot more film. And if you've got any other questions you want to ask me or anything else you want to know about, or, um, you just want to, you're in the Huntsville area and you want to go shoot sometime, just let me know. Drop me a line on Instagram. It's Zulu underscore Fox underscore photo on Instagram, Zulu Fox photo on Facebook and Zulu Fox Thanks for tuning in the podcast this week. And I would ask that you hit a subscribe or share or, you know, whatever it is you want to do, even click a five star, you know, there's, there's, I've had a couple of downloads on the podcast and it's, it means a lot to me that somebody's even listening. So share it if you will. All right. Well, that's it. I know I've said bye once. I'll say it again. It's Mike Zulu Fox photo and thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time.